0: Good afternoon, Fabcasters, on this very sad October 2nd, 2017. So, we're, we're mourning. We're mourning as a nation. This is the most tragic, um, one of the most tragic killings in our nation's history. Um, so, today I kneel with President Trump, Melania, and the families of the fallen, as well as hundreds of thousands of people across the globe who are mourning the deaths of uh, 59 people in Las Vegas and the 527 who suffered injuries and the countless countless amount of people who are suffering trauma at the decisions made by one man from the 32nd floor on the Mandalay Bay as he opened fire on a, a crowd of people over twenty thousand people at a country uh, concert festival, and so I wanna I wanna share how I am praying for the Las Vegas situation. My, my prayers go out to the families who have forever their lives have been forever changed. Uh, President President Trump gave a, a wonderful speech in his address. He spoke prophetically when he quoted Psalm thirty four eighteen. That was such a blessing. He said uh, that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and He saves those who are crushed in spirit. So today, I, I'm praying. I'm praying for the the parent who will never, who will never see their child again. I, I pray for the child who will never see their parent or parents again. I pray for the sibling who will never see their their brother or sister again. I, I pray for the friend who is mourning the loss of of friendship. I pray for all those who have been affected by this tragedy. And I pray for those who are suffering and will continue uh, to feel the effects of post-traumatic stress disorder in the midst of all the confusion and the fear and the chaos of that shooting. And I pray for the family of the shooter as well. And the confused neighbors and the, the confused co-workers and the friends of the shooter. Um, and I, and I, I forgot his name. I read the story just now, but I, I forgive me for forgetting his name. But in addition to the comfort and the closeness of the Lord, I pray that this situation and all the pain by it caused by the by the tragedy, by the trauma, I pray that it produces grace and mercy for the broken and the brokenhearted. Because from the beginning of mankind, we were never meant to harbor bitterness and resentment, regardless of what is going on. We were never designed to house bitterness and resentment. We were all created in the imago Dei, in the image of God, for the mission of God, for the missio Dei, which God is love, and He's in the business of forgiveness. So we were created for love and forgiveness. And I pray that the hearts of the victims of this of this tragedy and this evil. I pray that the hearts of the victims are filled with grace, mercy, and truth that flows from God to the gunman and all of the situations in that gunman's life that led him to a a life of anger and rage and bitterness. Because that's why people kill. That's why they shoot into, into crowds because something happened and they believe something about what had happened and it creates and then they, they harbor and they house bitterness and resentment and then they act on it. And, and I dare not condemn this man to hell for only God knows the heart of man. So let me offer an apology to the family and friends of the gunman for every Christian or every person of faith, every religious person, every religious leader that is going to play the role of God and condemn him to hell. That's not our job. You will never catch me saying that person is going to hell other than Judas Iscariot and some people that we know that that uh, Jesus said they're... they're they're not saved. In fact, the truth is that we're all subject to hearing lies from the enemy and then acting on them. We all have that freedom. None of us are free from the attack of the enemy, the devil. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, and he'll whisper lies into anyone who will listen to lies. So, such and here, here's a lie that he'll whisper into your ear choose bitterness you deserve better you should get revenge you should make someone pay and so on and so forth those are lies from the enemy the enemy only speaks lies that's all the ammo that's all he can ever do is speak lies and if he did speak the truth it would be 99% truth and 1% lie just to get enough deception in there so it looks good it preaches well but it's a lie and so what we need to do when we hear the voice of the enemy is just f- take what he says and flip it because he only speaks lies so for hearing be bitter, be angry how about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control guarding our hearts from the attacks of the enemy that, that's the kind of stuff that no judge or police officer will ever throw you in jail for this tragedy, it was so evil and offensive because we as people were never meant to be killers, murderers, and people who destroy. We, we humans, were never meant to die either. We were never meant to die. It wasn't part of God's plan. Humanity was broken in the garden when Adam decided to rebel against God and Eve was deceived and, and Adam sat back and he watched his wife have a conversation with the enemy. He didn't do anything. And at that moment of rebellion, that's when humanity died, spiritually speaking. And then physical death followed afterwards. And then shortly after that event with the, with the two children of Adam and Eve came the first murder Cain killed his brother Abel and he continued this pattern of brokenness and depravity and God and man's need to be reconciled back to God. And ever since the fall of man, God has provided the way back to him. He's, he's always provided salvation by grace through faith in him. It's always been that in every single dispensation all throughout history. And then God gave us the Lord Jesus Christ and Salvation is by grace through faith in Him, as it always has been. And the best part is that God gives us the faith to believe, because if we're, if we're born physically alive but spiritually dead, that means we can't muster up any faith on our own. And the redemption of mankind is by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. He's the Savior of the world. And it even get, it gets even better because God never leaves us at redemption and purchasing us back, giving us faith. He ushers us now into a life of restoration. And it's constant and it's progressive and it's ongoing. It's the life of progressive sanctification, being set apart, being chiseled, chiseled away. It's, it's sort of like a an artist when he gets a block of ice or a block of marble and he just chips away parts that don't need to be there. That's that's sanctification. That's that's where God takes us in this journey that we are in life. And so in the midst of this sad, sad event in our in our country's history, I pray that everybody look at this event through the eyes of God, rather than through the eyes of the world or their flesh. That human viewpoint is toxic. We ought to take the divine viewpoint. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, and reject any, any temptation to become bitter, resentful, or prideful. But rather, let's be conduits of grace, of mercy, and of peace. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Love you guys. Bye.